I want to minister just for a moment, and I'm not going to, I'm just going to begin something. It was too long to try to do in a church service, even if I'd have started it at 1030 anyway. I want to minister on the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Thank God for the kingdom of God. I, I was born again in 1985. And I, uh, I was in the real estate business and I was selling land and buildings and most of my clients were up in North Dallas. They were along the North Dallas Tollway north of LBJ Freeway. And it was an exciting time in real estate. All that area was being developed from the Galleria northward. And, and uh, I remember after just being born again, I would drive along the North Dallas Tollway to my clients and uh, I'd be listening to a pastor's radio program. And right uh, beside his radio program, 15 minutes later, was uh, Pastor Chuck Smith out of California, his radio program. And, uh, and I would listen to Andrew Womack's radio program. And then I would have these cassette tapes. <laughs> That's what they were. And uh, amen. And uh, I'd be listening to Kenneth Copeland and Kenneth Hagan tapes. And, I was learning that I could live in victory, that I could overcome any obstacle in life, that if God was for me, who could be against me? I was learning that God loved me and had a wonderful plan for my life, and I was learning who I was in Christ. And I would listen to that as I was driving along LBJ Freeway and up North Dallas Tollway, and my heart would become so overwhelmed by God's presence and God's goodness. And it was, I, as I would drive down the road learning about God's goodness, I would begin weeping like a baby and just thinking, God is such a good God. God is such a good God, ladies and gentlemen. God is such a good God. You know, very few people know that God is a good God. We find that out on the streets of Fort Worth, right here in the middle of the Bible Belt. God is a good God and He loves you and He has a wonderful plan for your life and I was so overwhelmed and so thankful that I was born again and delivered and learning about God and learning how to live for God. How to live for God. There's a way to live for God. I did for 32 years. I didn't know there was another way to live. There's a way to live for God, ladies and gentlemen. I was learning a whole new way of life. I was living a whole new way of life. A new and a living way, the writer of Hebrews said, says. Not an old and a dead way, but a new and a living way. And man, I tell you what, I didn't want to continue living that old dead way. I didn't want to continue living the world's way. 
I'd had 32 years of the world's way. I was through with the world. Give, give me all of God I can get. I said, give me all of God I can get. I wanted to learn how to live God's way, not the world's way. I wanted to learn to live like a child of Almighty God. I'd been delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of His dear Son. And I wanted to live for God. I wanted to serve, for, serve God. I wanted to have my life count for God. You know, living, living for God, living in the kingdom of God is a whole new way of living life. It's a whole new way of living. It's just diametrically the opposite opposed to the way the world lives. It's the, it's the opposite of living in this natural world, this self-centered world, this carnal world. So there I was, overwhelmed as I'm learning about how to live for God and not just to live for selfish me. It's so liberating to get free from yourself. Amen. Glory to God. I was learning that God wanted to bless me with everything that I needed and then some. All the things I used to focus on, money, 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 status, me, me, me. I was finally free, and I mean I was happy. I had been set free. Aren't you thankful you're free today? I was so thankful to find out that God loved me and God was on my side and He had a wonderful plan for my life. At 32 years of age, I was just finding out that there was a whole new way to live life. Wow. So I'd be driving down the North Dallas Tollway crying my eyes out and thinking, wow, people on either side of me driving down this highway, they're either going to think I'm crazy, something's wrong, and I, more than once, often I would exit that road because I went up there every day, sometimes two or three times a day from Fort Worth, and I'd pull off on the side, I'd have to exit and just pull into one of those office buildings parking lots and just find a parking spot park and just cry. I couldn't see to drive. I was overwhelmed with the goodness of God. I thought this wonderful way of life was like a club. I thought, why hadn't somebody told me about this? I thought, I thought everybody in churches all over the world knew what I was learning, knew about the kingdom of God. And I thought, why hadn't somebody told me? God loves you. He has a wonderful plan for your life. I mean, I'm learning simple things about the kingdom of God, and we sometimes take for granted that the world out there knows... What, some of the things the world knows absolutely nothing about. I mean, I had a college degree. I'd traveled to several parts of the world. I knew people in Fort Worth and Dallas. 
But I never knew, never heard about such a life in God. I even began to get upset that no one ever told me about it. And I remember when I started attending Calvary and I thought, where has Pastor Bob Nichols been all my life? Where has Calvary Cathedral been all my life? And I used to drive by the old post office building all the time when I was at TCU in 71 to 75, and he, they were there. And I had a, a drug dealer friend of mine who lived right up the street, probably one of those houses Pastor bought for the church, I hope. And, and I would drive by all the time, didn't think anything about it. Then after, they, after I graduated in 75 from college, and I, you know, in business, I did business downtown. I drove by Calvary Cathedral in downtown Fort Worth all the time. Never knew what was going on inside of there. Never knew what was happening. Never knew about the goodness of God. Never even noticed it. And I think, where, where's Pastor Bob in Calvary Cathedral been all my life? Where had this Kenneth Copeland been all my life? I used to water ski out at uh, Eagle Mountain Lake all the time in the summers growing up. And I'd ski right by his property, never knew he owned it. And one day I found out, I went to an architect, and it was the architect that had designed his first buildings, and he had little deals. And I said, what is that? Because it looked pretty cool. And he said, oh, this preacher out there at Eagle Mountain Lake, he's got... That's his. I went, really? Thank you, David and Riley King, for working so hard to be on secular TV. Thank you. Because I never knew any of these people, but I was right by them. I was right by Calvary. I was right by Brother Copeland. I was right by Bob Nichols, Pastor Bob Nichols. And, and I thought... And then I was learning all these strange names like I'd hear Smith Wigglesworth and Amy Simple McPherson and Catherine Kuhlman and Kenneth Hagan. And I thought, why am I just starting to under hear about these people? Where have I been? Why hadn't somebody told me? That's why our outreach is so very important. I mean, you can live right next to the church and know nothing about Jesus. People don't know God loves them and has a wonderful plan for their life. No matter how rich, no matter how poor, no matter how educated, no matter how uneducated, no matter how refined, no matter if you eat with a, seven different forks or you eat with your hands, it doesn't matter. God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life. And that's good news to anybody and everybody. That's good news to anybody. And Matter of fact, it's liberating news. It's life-changing news. The sweetest, most life-changing words anyone could ever hear. You know God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Romans 10, 14 says, But how shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe him in whom they have not heard? Or how shall they hear without a preacher? You know we're all preachers. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all ambassadors for Christ. I said we're all ambassadors for Christ. The Passion Translation says, How welcome is the arrival of those proclaiming the joyful news of peace and of good things to come. The message of eternal life. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Such good news. God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life.
He loves you. He saves us. He heals us. He heals our broken heart. He'll heal our broken body. He'll deliver us. He'll set us free. God, I just pray for every person at Calvary Cathedral International right now. God, I pray you give us a new revelation of your love. Give us a new revelation, oh God, of your love. How much you love us. Oh God, how much you care for us. How much you want only the best for us. God, give us that revelation, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God loves you. And I'm going to stop right there. Amen. I'm going to stop right there because I'm already in way deeper than I can get out of. Hallelujah. You know what I'll do? Let me pray a prayer of blessing over you before we dismiss. How's that? Amen. Pastor uh, John Kilpatrick used to pray a prayer of blessing over his church.